Welcome to the Stop Coding Automation Podcast, where we all get together to learn more about automation and software testing with your host, Ajamo Adams. Hey, it's Ajamo, and welcome to another episode of the Stop Coding Automation Podcast. Today, we'll be speaking with Niraj Singh. Niraj was on the show a few months ago telling us all about the benefits of ISTQB qualifications and how it can help within the software testing industry. It was one of our most popular episodes, so we thought to get him back again and chat about something a little bit different. But if you haven't already, you can go check that first episode out. He's also an Agile Certified Professional, so today we'll be talking all about Agile and to get a bit more understanding on how the Scrum process is being used in the software testing industry today. Niraj is an advanced certified Agile professional who has been in testing for 12 plus years. He has a vast experience working with several testing tools like ALM, UFT, Loadrunner, Selenium, and Tusker. His software testing journey came from a transition from manual to an automation testing consultant. Today, Niraj plays a role of a global testing consultant, supporting organizations and training their employees on testing practices, processes, tools, and certifications in more than 26 countries. So you don't want to miss this episode? Check it out. Hey, Niraj, welcome again to Subcoding. Hey, Ajamo. It's really a pleasure to have you again. Rather, you know, it's been really great pleasure to connect with you again and your audience and share some more things about testing and related concepts. Great to have you on the show. This is a really hot topic with a lot of my readers and listeners. But before we go any further, did I miss anything in the intro you would like to share with the show? I think you covered it pretty well. And I think that you have given a lot of detail about my introduction there already. But yeah, uh, maybe if I have to say something more about myself, talking about being into like process improvement is adding a more, a lot of experience to my career as well. And additionally, growing with the numbers in order to help people and would like to appreciate your effort as a part of introduction that yes, being connected with you, even I'm getting a lot of audience in order to share my words with them. Pleasure is all mine, Niraj. It has been been a whirlwind since the last time. I know we have spoken a few times about quite a few different things and think we're heading in the right direction, especially around automation and software testing and where it's going currently. I was thinking for us to jump straight in. And what I want to ask you, Niraj, is what is Scrum? All right, Ajamo, that's like something really interesting to talk about in current industry trends. When you are looking forward to create an application to optimize the efficiency of a product to sustain into the market. And at the same time, you're talking about delivery quality product while competing with a lot of such products in the market. The process plays a vital role. Now, a loan process cannot do everything subject to we have motivated group of people working behind the screen in order to make sure that everything meets the expectation of the audience or end users who will be making use of such applications or product. And Scrum is one of that. When you talk about the latest trends of developing a particular product or in simple terms, we do call it as software development lifecycle models. Then we talk about agile. 
Now, when Agile comes into consideration, of course, we do have Scrum coming into the mind and understanding. Now, let me just tell you, Agile is a methodology altogether, but Agile consists of a lot of frameworks within it. And one of the framework is Scrum, which just tells you that how you can implement Agile in a different manner in order to fulfill the needs and expectations of the customer and give them something from time to time to make sure that you are meeting the expectation what the client really wanted to have. So that's more of like, you know, having a customized way of implementing Agile, which we call it as Agile frameworks, where the other frameworks are also which are common people would have heard of it before. That is XP, Crystal, or Kanban. Similarly, we do have other frameworks like Scrum, which is just another one different customized way in order to implement Agile methodology. Why is Scrum used in the software testing industry? All right. So, well, you see, Azamo, when you talk about Agile, Agile has taken over the drawbacks of the traditional models like waterfall, V models, spiral, and hybrid kind of things. And when we came to Agile, Agile had a lot of flexibility. That means it allowed people, allowed organizations to customize the process based on their organization policies or probably the product type which you make, what kind of domain you belong to. Like you may have retail, you may have banking, you talk about airborne systems like aerospace industries, automobile industries, then it was very much needed for these different organizations to have a model, a process which does not or does not let you or you know allow you to make changes. So the traditional models were quite frozen, static, and stagnant, does not have freedom to customize few things here and there, and that's where Agile helped you to overcome those barriers. And that's where when you talk about Scrum being used in the industry today, as Scrum gives you that flexibility in order to add whatever you think can can add in order to make your product more quality one, or how you can involve your customer in order to understand what exactly your requirement is. Because when you collect requirements from the customer, they give you a frozen document again, and you may understand it in a different way, or probably other way around. And you might build something else which my client was not looking for with you. So it was very important for us to have a consistent and frequent interaction from the customer and also talking about giving them something with the progress, what you are doing on the product, so that they can quickly give you a feedback. No, no, if you can just deviate it a little bit, this is what my requirement is. And that's where Scrum has fulfilled everything, what you wanted in order to deliver a product, to fulfill the quality of the product, and at the same time, meeting the expectation of the customer and allow to have changes while you're busy making the product as well. So yes, having a lot of such qualities, maybe I can talk for R together to talk about Scrum and his benefits. Then, you know, we just want to keep it simple and light. But yes, this is what the straightforward things, which are some quick quality characteristics of the Scrum. That's the reason it is being used into the industry widely today. Scrum sounds like something that have really changed the way we work it in IT. I remember 
in the past, usually something like the waterfall methodology was used where you go in, you get your requirements and you work on it until it finishes and that's it. But we work, we're in a world now that things are forever changing and updating so quickly. So I can see why Scrum has really taken off as much as it has in the last few years. So in your words, what would you say is the difference and similarities between Agile and Scrum? All right. So if I have to talk about the relationship between the Agile and Scrum, um, just as an intro, I did mention that Agile is a methodology altogether. And Agile consists of several frameworks within it, like which works in a different way of the Agile. For example, when you talk about Agile as a concrete, that it is basically an approach which has certain basic things like there's a small team of few members, unlike the traditional model. Then when you talk about Agile again, it works on different principles, which does not speak about traditional models or completely away from that. And it allows customer collaboration, have a lot of manifesto concerns. That means it gives priority to some more interesting things compared to the other things. For example, if you say, I give more value to the working product over comprehensive documentation. That means in traditional, we used to waste a lot of time preparing documentation rather than delivering a working product to the customer. Now, Manifesto here includes in Agile that we give value to working product over comprehensive documentation. So for us, the documentation is not important. The more important thing over documentation is delivering a working piece of code to the customer so that the customer knows what you have done for the last two weeks, even for the last two weeks or a month, you can just tell them this is what I've been doing. Is that makes you happy or is that meets your expectation? If not, tell me now so that I can accept your changes. So that is what is the basic agile methodology. But every organization, just like I was just talking about that, like we have different domains, we have different industry perspectives, and they may have a different set of products coming out to the market. Not everyone can work with a fixed process, which has particular set of instructions, particular guidelines, standards to be followed in order to make a product. As we all understand that the products are different, or I can say uniquely different from each other, thus the process may also have to be uniquely different for them. And that's where different frameworks were invited. And as people started creating a unique way of making their product, we gave them a name and we called it as a framework of Agile Wrap. That the base principle remains the same, that you follow the principle of Agile, you follow the manifesto of Agile, and you follow the working structure or organization structure of Agile, but the frameworks will give you your unique way of working in which the most trending one is Scrum. So that's basically the relationship between Agile and Scrum, or you can call it as Scrum is one of the framework of Agile methodology. Agile Scrum, they really limit uh, the amount of paperwork and some people call it red tape that goes around so much work because uh, in the past, as you've said, in, in the industry that I still work in now, it makes such a difference not having to keep these docu- documents up to date as much and focus too much on that side of things. Your free time up to be able to actually go and get some work done. So I see exactly where you're coming from with Agile and Scrum being part of that framework. So in your words, why does Scrum use story points instead of hours or days for work completion estimates? All right, that's another thing which is very interesting about Scrum. 
when it comes to again like you know everything comes in with respect to the comparison between the traditional and the new approaches traditional approach included measuring any kind of schedule in number of days probably sometime hours defining that how long do you need to do this job now it was quite difficult when it came to traditional approaches to 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 estimate something in number of days for example if i say something as it would take 40 days it would take 60 days and i have another work where you say it takes 50 days now how can you actually determine that why a product or a requirement 1 would take 50 days and the requirement 2 will take 60 days what is that measurement what is that estimation which tells you that it requires another 10 days and giving such large figures sometime can put your customers off saying that what 50 days i don't think i can wait for it is too long and am i going to wait for at least 2 months to look at my first look of my product no so what we did we just reduced the unit rather because we know the effort remains the same to make something if i want you to write a assessment paper or maybe writing a being a, you know being yourself an author if you, i ask you to write or draft a book uh, which consists of at least like six chapters and around 140 or 150 pages then you would say me yeah i need three months of time no matter how much time you dedicate every day from your busy schedule still you will take 3 or 3 months of time in order to make that draft so same way here but if you tell me 3 months i might think it as 90 days and i think no come on man you're taking too long to respond to me on the first one first draft so i just did other way around instead of telling you 90 days i told you it will take 3 months now 3 is a smaller figure for you assuming that oh come on just 3 months fine i'll get back to you so same way here in ajal instead of calling is days we started using the useful number of hours what my people spend so we do understand that as per a daily office schedule you only allocate 8 hours a day so for each 8 hour we dedicated it to one point so if you have any activity you say it as it's going to take two points which means it's going to take 16 hours of time to do that job probably again you some there are some tasks which can be heavy and you say that it is going to take 5 hours five points which means another 40 hours for that so when i say five points it makes simple and easy for someone to understand okay it's going to be a little lengthy but yes i don't give them a big figure like 40 days which might be you know putting the customers off again so that's what we rather use story pointers instead of giving them a number of hours which could be quite lengthy and days is still lengthy but if i give you in points you might find it really quick and interesting to do that job yes in agile and scrum that's the one thing that helps so much with within teams just being able to give things like story points apart from full days especially for the customer because just like anything else you never know what can happen and i think within agile you tend to move away from hard deadlines because i think you work on things in increments rather than in a big set so i think something like story points kind of frames things a lot better than days or hours would be so i do see where you're coming from there what is the role of a scrum master basically when you talk about a scrum master is the person who is responsible in the agile teams agile methodology to support the development if you are talking about scrum today 
I assume that you have some understanding about Agile methodology. And Agile methodology says that uh, it only includes three people responding to a particular task. One is the product owner, second is the scrum master, and third is the development team where we do not have any specific roles, like you are a developer, you are a tester, and you are doing development, you are doing testing. No. In Agile or Scrum, it follows a principle where we put everyone together and give them a common role being called as a development team. That means everyone here is a contributor to make this product work. No matter, you might have different responsibilities, but have a common role and being referred to as a development team put together. So now the development team consists of five to six members at a time in order to make a product happen where three or four people will be uh, busy developing something and the other two people will be busy testing that. But we do not give them a unique designation being called as developer or tester, which actually in traditional models created a barrier for the communication between them. Because people used to create a communication gap, assuming that you are a developer, I'm a tester, maybe the testers are not responding properly to them in terms of providing the details, and developers are not tolerant of the testers in order to resolve the issue. So, you know, all those things are now eliminated. So when it comes to Scrum Master, it is an important role who helps the team to plan out things, that, okay, what activities go with what things and which sprint you can follow that. Scrum Master can help you assist with your problems. That means a development team can always reach out to Scrum Master in order to explain that what are their challenges, what are their roadblocks, and Scrum Master is the person who will address your queries or get you the relevant details, assist you with preparing on what kind of test cases would be required or what kind of techniques you can make use of or what kind of tools will be required to assist your testing. So he, he just plays the role of a project manager when it comes to an agile environment. But let me tell you here, Scrum Master doesn't have the uh, role like a project manager to always ask you, what is that you're doing? I'm going to give you tasks which you should do here. The agile team or development team is completely self-motivated and they have their own instructions to take up the task. No one instructs them that what you will be doing. But yes, we do have a master for the Scrum team that he will help you to guide with your process. If you're stuck, he will take you out of that. If you don't know what to do next, he will tell you a path or alternative for that. He will help you in decision making. But all the concrete level tasks will be done by the team itself. Scrum Masters seem to be a really important part of the Agile process. And on the back of that, when you're part of a Scrum team, rituals and ceremonies are very important. Can you go through the different rituals and or ceremonies within the Scrum process and its relevance to you as a tester? Yeah, exactly. When you talk about the Scrum team rituals and ceremonies, there are some unique important activities which does happen specific to Scrum. We do have reviews, sprint reviews, where each sprint will have a review and we will make sure that what things have been done so far and uh, what all things you need to still do. It's just like, you know, taking a call on the progress monitoring. 
and measuring that how the sprint is progressing. If you think that things will not be done within the time, you have to interfere being a scrum master with your development team to give them a way to reach the destination or deliver something which we promised to the customer that we will deliver at the end of the week and we should do that. So that's one of the things called as a sprint review. So review is just like a meeting where Scrum Master talks to the development team and understands the issues and progress which is happening. Another thing which is very interesting about Scrum is daily stand-up calls. The daily stand-up calls invite your development team once a day to talk to the scrum master and uh, that's hardly for 15 minutes or as per the standards just for 15 minutes and the reason we call it as daily stand-up meetings because it's just so quick and so fast that it may not require you to even sit and talk in in a very relaxed manner you just join together in a room and you just stand at least in the red room and answer just three questions what scrum master basically asks you they say that what you did yesterday, what you have planned to do today, or and the third one, is there any roadblocks? Are you having any challenges? So you just, the development team, all the members, just answer these three questions to the Scrum Master. And that's the best way to take a quick update once a day in the beginning. And then again, the day is too dedicated to the development team. That you, whatever you told me today, you must finish it. And again, next day tomorrow morning, I ask you to, invite to the daily stand-up call. So we have daily stand-up call. That's again an amazing thing which happens in Scrum. Another important thing is retrospective, which happens at end of every sprint. Now, a sprint can last between two weeks to four weeks of time, depending on the user story which you have taken to process or delivered to the client. Then depending on the size of it and the pointers you estimated for it, you may determine a timeline for that. That is two weeks or four weeks or between that anywhere. So whenever you finish a sprint, you have a retrospective. Now this retrospective is another important ceremony of each sprint where you sit together internally with your team, including the product owner, Scrum Master, and you tell them, okay, where are the things, which are the areas which we need improvement on? Or you share the lessons learned while delivering this particular iteration. Why do you do that? Just to make sure that if you have done certain mistakes during this iteration, you don't repeat it again in the next iteration. As you know that Agile invites a short iteration delivery. That means we don't do everything at once. Rather, we deliver part by part in simple forms and smaller chunks to the client that this is done, this is done, this is done. Now, every sprint, you are calling up your experience, your learnings, lessons, and trying to improvise that right from the very first iteration, which in traditional model used to happen once at the end of the project, which was too late to modify anything. And that's where these rituals and ceremonies add a lot of uniqueness in order to process a product with more quality and improvise your mistakes as early as possible in the life cycle. Before we go, is there any actionable advice you can give someone to help them with their agile and scrum efforts? And what's the best way to find you, contact you, or learn more about what you do and your work? All right. So when we're talking about some kind of suggestion to our viewers here, I think uh, I would recommend them to understand the details of scrum. If you're looking forward to join a team or working in agile, then understanding the principles, manifesto, 
the rituals, ceremonies, or being a part of the scrum, how exactly it works, having a proper understanding of that would be very beneficial. Not just the terms, but you should know how it affects your way of making a product. So I would recommend every individual who is listening to this show that you take up a formal training in order to understand more about what exactly Scrum is and how exactly it works in a real time with more details to implement that back into the organization. So that's one thing which would be really important for anyone to explore more about the Scrum and the Agile methodology. Coming back to reaching out to me, of course, you can always reach out to me through the links and details provided to you with this podcast. You may find my LinkedIn profile there, a link to reach out to me and stay connected. Also, you may go ahead with my YouTube channel to find more details about a lot of tutorials, which I keep on preparing from time to understand more about my work. And LinkedIn will tell you how my things are going into the market, what extra things, what I do as a part of my day-to-day role in order to share that experience all around with you all. So it's the best way to stay connected. If you have anything to talk to me, any kind of guidance, any kind of discussion, any kind of suggestion you would like to have with me, then you are always free to connect and reach out to me. Thank you, Niraj, for your agile brilliance. For more information about this episode, head on over to stopcoding.co.uk. So that's it for another episode of the Stop Coding Automation Podcast. I'm Ajamo, and my mission is to help you succeed in software testing and automation and help you get that automation testing job. As always, keep winning, keep testing. Laters. Thanks for listening to the Stop Coding Automation Podcast. Head on over to stopcoding.co.uk for show notes, amazing blog articles, and all you need to get that automation testing job. Don't forget to subscribe to Stop Coding to continue your testing journey. 